Welcome to CII Radio. I'm Luke Holloway, editor of The Journal. In this episode, I'll be speaking to Sandra McDonald and Andrew Fennell. In this episode of the podcast, we're celebrating the role of volunteers across our CII local institutes. I'm joined by Sandra McDonald, President of the Insurance Institute of Manchester, and Andrew Fennell, President of the Nottingham Insurance Institute. Here's my conversation with Sandra and Andrew. Hello, Sandra. Hello, Andrew. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast today. Hi, Luke. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Luke. Hi, Sandra. Fantastic. Real pleasure to have you with us, uh, two of our local institute presidents. So thanks for for finding some time to speak with us today. Firstly, it would be fantastic to hear about um, the momentous milestones that both institutes have reached this year, as well as what it means to you as as presidents and also your members. Sandra, tell us about the Insurance Institute of Manchester celebrating an amazing 150 years since it was first founded. What does that mean to you as an institute and how will you be marking the occasion this year? Well, yes, a lot's happened in 150 years, as you can imagine. So there's been a lot to celebrate. Uh, We actually started off with a group of volunteers delving into our institute archive to clarify some of the historic moments and to make sure we didn't miss anything big that we should be celebrating. So I'll I'll take you through just a little bit of that to give you an idea. So as well as the CPD and all the education work that's been done over the years, we found a lot of points um, that were around the wider community links. So in 1899, the Institute first proposed an insurance clerk's orphanage to provide maintenance and training for the children who would lose their fathers during the Boer War. So a throwback in history there for us. And to bring it to the modern day, the Institute now has an annual charity that we support. So we're still doing charitable work. And this year it's We Love Manchester who inspire vulnerable Mancunians to achieve the careers that they're aiming for. And I think the current skills shortage in insurance proves how important these charities are in making sure everybody has an opportunity to access all jobs and that the local institutes maintain their charitable angles. To go back to our history then. Uh, An example of links to our wider insurance community would be from the early 1900s. American colleges were asking for copies of our reports as a reference for their students. And you can imagine that with the high number of textile mills in Manchester at that time and the risks of fire that they carried, it's clear why the Manchester Institute was formed to spread insurance knowledge amongst those working in the area. So, To celebrate our history and all those various things that have taken place over 150 years, in April, we held a CPD conference with sessions looking at the changes in insurance practices and what's to come in the future. These actually included a talk from Alan Valance, the CII CEO, on the direction of the wider profession. And we even had Piers Linney from Dragon's Den as a guest speaker, which was very exciting. We published a journal with the timeline of our history and current educational articles. And that's a throwback to the annual journals that used to be published by the Institute when we first started. It's available on the Manchester website. And we also had a celebration dinner in the evening with companies from across Manchester. Plus 20 of our past presidents were able to join us. And we presented our annual awards to the CII students who will hopefully be the future of the Institute for the next 150 years. 
Amazing. Um, th- that's really poignant because, you, as you say, it's such a fantastic opportunity to look back at what is a real rich history that the local institute has. And also, you know, to mark some of the, the work that it does across the wider community and it's really valuable to the local area. And you mentioned the charity work there. And and personally to you, Sandra, what does it mean to be president at such a kind of momentous time? And, and what's the institute meant to you during your career in insurance? It's an honour to be president during the 150th year. A happy coincidence, but I'm delighted to be here for it. Um, it's taken a lot of involvement from, we have 68 volunteers at the moment in the Manchester Institute. So there's been a massive group of people to bring together that conference that I mentioned and doing all the, the trawling through the history files for it and creating the journal. To me, the, the Institute means an awful lot because I wouldn't be here in my career if it wasn't for it. I've just celebrated 10 years in insurance. And happily, when I started, it was as part of a local institute. And I'm delighted to still be part of one. And the skills that I've gained from it and the network that I've created have helped me get to where I am now. And I still learn something new at every single meeting that I go to. So I'm a big big support of local institutes and I think it, it everybody should get involved to help themselves further their career and their own education. Absolutely. That's great to hear, Sandra. And Andrew, the Nottingham Insurance Institute um, celebrated an amazing 125 years since it was created. So can you tell us a little bit about um, how the Institute is marking the occasion this year? Yes, no problems, Luke. So uh, our plans this year are to to have a bigger and better annual dinner which would be in January 2024, uh, to celebrate, and similar to uh, Sandra's done, uh, invite past presidents and vice presidents along to the evening as well and, and really mark the occasion accordingly. One of our uh, other exciting things that we do is our Insure ED conference that we run every 18 months. It's a, it's a huge success uh, when we run the conference and uh, it's a conference that covers both uh, CII and PFS sessions and is a real sort of um, a crown in our cap, if you like, really. So we've just announced that that's going to be in September of this year uh, and we're making plans for that. We also are looking at other social events and really getting, getting back to seeing people face-to-face because I don't know about anybody else, but I, I think... Um, I've done my time with video calls now and it's about time to see people face to face and really get that, uh, the social angle apart from obviously, you know, promoting our profession as we do. Um, we're also, we had a very successful uh, five-a-side football tournament, which we're looking to launch again. So just little things like that. And uh, I want to really engage with employers uh, and really get employers more involved and look at us more as a um, as a resource, you know, that we can help their their staff and their employees, you know, achieve their objectives and goals uh, throughout their their careers. Amazing. And and Andrew, um, you yourself have a background in financial planning and wealth management. So how has it been moving into becoming president of the Insurance Institute and also that crossover between personal finance society members and CII members? How valuable has that been? It's, it's similar to what Sandra said, really. It's an honour to be uh, president. Um, I have 25 years in the industry this year. Um, so 
you know, 25 and 125, uh, nowhere near as long as the NII, but uh, 25 years in the industry. And what um, what I'm really looking to do is to sort of, like I said, just encourage people to get involved with the Institute, uh, to be involved uh, with the events and, and, and everything that we are running and to really feel part of the Institute as uh, as we do, unfortunately, we're not as big as Manchester, but um, we still have a, a lot of a lot of history. And uh, Sandra, many of our listeners will be members of their local institute, but for for those that may not be, what would you say about the work that the local institutes do? As you say, it's been uh, incredibly valuable to you during your uh, your ten years in insurance. What kind of benefits do you think there there are to getting so involved in a local institute? There's there's so many benefits to, to getting involved. And if I just throw it back to 1873, uh, our original aim is still what we do today. The promotion of a good understanding among the members of the insurance profession in Manchester. So the word understanding can mean a few different things. And probably the easiest way for, for me to describe what that is for us is to just run through the six committees that we have in Manchester. And that'll give you a flavor of what we do and what people can get involved in. So CPD at our core, all our lectures and conferences that we do, both technical and soft skills. Then we've got education and development. And this group provides organized programs, including a fast track DIP CII and an ACII. And we also have a development program, which is a local version of CII's new generation program, providing access to specific soft skills training for future leaders, such as media training, to help the applicants further their careers. Then we've got an events committee who organise all the fun stuff. We've got our annual quiz that we're hosting joint with the local Bieber committee this year. And similar to Andrew, we've got a football tournament that goes down well with teams from across the industry getting involved. We've then got a dinners committee who organise our, our larger events. So we've got an annual formal dinner. We've got our Style in the City summer fashion show. And we also do a young members ball that we're looking to reintroduce. Our newest committee is our mindful group. Um, and this was developed directly from member requests. Obviously, during COVID, uh, mental health became more important than ever for a lot of people. So we developed uh, a group called Mindful, and those committee members are trained mental health first aiders, and they organize various well-being events from training on coping with anxiety. We had a webinar last week on that, uh, to initiatives like handing out bunches of daffodils in Manchester City Centre on Random Act of Kindness Day, which went down really well. And lastly, we have our governance committee who keeps everybody else in check and make sure we abide by all the rules we should be. So there's a wide range of things to get involved in. And if you're not interested in, um, you know, some more of the formalities and rule following, then we maybe point you towards the events committee to get more stuck into uh, the fun stuff, organizing the socializing events. But there's, there's something for everybody in there. I was just going to say, Sandra, it really is a huge range of, of aspects you can get involved with, as you say, as much or as little as, as you like. The social side, the networking, mentoring, and and also, you know, those really important kind of professional aspects in terms of soft skills and support mm -hmm. with qualifications. Definitely. 
And have you found you've benefited from both sides in terms of, you know, you've made new connections along the way and also, you know, furthered your your understanding and your professional knowledge as well? I have indeed. My, my, my skills that I've acquired through the local institute are things that I would never have considered of. So from, from budgeting to diplomacy, there's, there's many things you can take away from it as a benefit. Um, and in terms of your network, I, I haven't seen anything else in insurance that would give you as wide a network as a local institute does, because there's then links into like Andrews from a different institute to myself. And, you know, after today, I've not met Andrew before, but I'll reach out and we'll no doubt keep in touch and see see each other at other national events. Um, so we become part of each other's network. And there's many other events like that where you'll link into other groups. I mentioned BIBA, the local brokers group that we work with in Manchester. We work with ERMIC, the risk managers, the PFS, obviously, like Andrew said, are part of our group as well. So there's so many people you can build your network from. It's unlimited. Can I add to that as well? That the, the fact that um, we have CII and PFS, so it's it's not just a, a one cap fits all. And I think that's what's appealing about local institutes in general, is that, and, and we try on on our internal committees, similar to Sandra's, we try and have somebody from each sector, so somebody from CII and PFS, on those uh, individual roles. Um, because then you're getting perspectives from both angles as well. And the one other thing I would I would say and I would encourage everybody to do is to update the preferences. I know Sandra has issues with this, but for members to update the preferences to make sure that they're opted into all communications because you know you're going to miss out on all our excellent events that we've got coming up let alone the cpd side and and all the, the learning and soft skills and everything else that we offer now that's really important mention um andrew yeah that uh, you know all members from across both insurance and financial services in all types of sectors and, and, and specialist areas are represented and, and how valuable has been that continuing professional development to you andrew and as you say the social side as well as the um you know the support with your career as well so I would say it's been invaluable, really. Um, the courses and the training that you you get involved in, because years ago, and I'm talking about years ago in the industry, uh, if you wanted a course to do your diploma qualifications, you'd have to have something that was sponsored by an employer, and then they would run an event, or you'd have a big insurer. And insurer then would organize an event accordingly and some training. Um, but that doesn't happen as often now uh, unless you're part of a really huge organization. So uh, one of our objectives for this year is to is to reemphasize that we run RO uh, diploma uh, courses in conjunction with Leicester for, for training for those who want to reach diploma. And... We are looking at doing advanced diploma uh, training as well, um, because like, I've not been I've been in the industry a long time, and there's unless you've got a sponsor and employer, it's very difficult to get these. So we really want to reach out to individuals and employers to say, look, we are can be an, an invaluable resource to help you qualify and, and and get and pass your exams. 
And Andrew, um, the CII has, I believe, around 700 volunteers all across the UK on various committees and councils and helping organise events and learning. I mean, from your experience, uh, since you've been involved with the Institute, how important are those volunteers and how much do they, you know, make things happen for you and how vital are they? To be honest, without the volunteers, we'd be nothing. And I'm sure Sandra would agree. You know, we, we we need our volunteers to help organize events because it is a volunteer role. You know, we don't get remunerated at all for the role that we do. It is a voluntary role. Um, and but it can be very rewarding and it can help your career. So without those those volunteers helping on council, um, we wouldn't be in the position that we're in today and be able to not only run the events but help you know, promote our, our industry, which is which is a fantastic industry for anybody who wants to start a career in financial services or general insurance. And can, can I add that it is vital that the local institutes remain being run by volunteers because those with the ear to the ground every day in insurance, in the practical roles as brokers or underwriters, or any other service within insurance and finance. They're the ones who truly know what the members need at the moment, um, you know, the, the educational topics that should be covered or what other additional support is needed to tackle the real issues within the industry and the wider profession. And I'm sure you'd agree, Sandra, that those, you know, those volunteers, as you say, continue to keep their ear to the ground and keep, you know, informing the Institute of the direction they're going, because then that will be what they know, what members need, and they know that they're part of the profession and where it's heading. Definitely. So we appreciate that not everybody has time to get involved as a volunteer, but even just linking into somebody else who's a volunteer and letting them know some feedback or after all our events, we send out online links where people can give feedback on what they thought about the event. Just typing in a few words in there to say, what other topics do you want to see or what issues are you facing as a local company that we can help you with? That would be useful. Excellent. And um, it's around this time that we mark Volunteers Week in the UK um, in the first week of June. And Sandra, staying with you, how much volunteering have you been involved with in your career? Have you always found that it's hugely valuable and beneficial and you can kind of dip in and out of it and do as much or as little as as you're able? Yes, um, definitely. And I would say I've always benefited from working for companies who have always appreciated the role of volunteers in wider society and given me the time. I've done loads of stuff. I was in the Army Reserve, which was great if you want an adventure. Um, I've been an enterprise advisor working with local schools to help teachers build links to businesses so students can get a better understanding of wider careers, particularly those who are in more difficult circumstances and might not have the same opportunities as others. That's a great role that I did alongside my CII volunteering for a long time, which I would recommend everybody to get involved with because it can also benefit your local institute. Uh, This summer, I'll be performing mock interviews for year 10 students at a local school as well, which is just an ad hoc thing that um, I reached out to the school and asked if they wanted any help. And each year they come back and asked if I can do that. So so if you don't have a lot of time but want to do something, there is that kind of just an annual one-off service that a school might want help with. 
And Andrew, how um, important has volunteering been throughout your career? And uh, is it something you found hugely fulfilling and, and something that's also helped build your network and, and build your skills and, and you as, a, as an individual as well? I would say giving something back is is it's selfless, isn't it, really? You know, and if you can do something to help somebody else in whatever capacity, then it can only be a good thing. And and throughout my career, you know, I've volunteered in, in different organizations and charities um, uh, and given up my time uh, for that as, as well as, you know, involvement in the, in the Insurance Institute. Uh, and I'm an active volunteer of our charity of the year. Uh, we, we support the insurance charity uh, and we also uh, support in a local charity called Forever Stars which is a baby loss charity um, and I'm, I'm a baby loss dad and so volunteering and organising events for their cause you know, is, is immensely rewarding uh, and you, you physically do see the benefit that, that you do have uh, and it's exactly the same in the in the insurance institute. You know, you see the benefit of people reaching their diplomas or um, being qualified or just stepping out of their comfort zone to do something that they haven't done before. You know, it it's it it is rewarding. Amazing, thank you, Andrew. Yeah, it's it's so great to hear the positive difference that volunteering can can make, both personally and and professionally. Uh, and if I could ask you both. Um, if we could, as we say, we, we've mentioned that volunteering week is the start of June. Sandra, what would be the number one reason that people should get involved with their local institutes or or other volunteering opportunities across the CII or PFS? Building your local support network within the profession. Amazing. Uh, and Andrew, any final thoughts from you uh, or one reason you'd give to get involved with your local institute? I would say it opens opportunities that you never thought could come across your door. It, it does it does open a, a whole realm of things that uh, that could happen and can happen for you. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us both on the podcast today. Your um, your great examples of what um, our volunteers and our local institutes are and what the, the great work they do. Uh, and we'd love to take this opportunity to thank all our hundreds of, of CII members and volunteers across the country as well. Um, and if you'd like to find out more, you can visit cii.co.uk forward slash local dash institutes and find out more about the institute in your area and how you can get involved um so thank you sandra and thank you andrew for joining me on the podcast today it's been lovely to speak to you both thank you very much luke thanks luke. and thank you very much for listening to this episode of cii radio if you'd like to find out more you can visit the journal.cii.co.uk forward slash podcasts you can also follow us on twitter at CII Group. So until next time, thanks for listening and goodbye.